Welcome to the Good Wine Podcast. I am Chris Enroth, horticulture educator with University of Illinois Extension, coming at you from Macomb, Illinois, and we have got a garden bite for you today. I have been approached numerous times by people that would like to hire a lawn care service, and every time it seems that they are confronted with a list of items that they can check to see if they want this and Everyone seems to want that that perfect lawn, usually when you're you're paying that extra money to hire someone to take care of that lawn for you. But what do you choose? Or what does Extension recommend? Well, we are going to go through one of those sheets today about options for a lawn care service. Now, I just want to preface everything by saying I am not a turf grass expert or specialist. So if you have any questions, corrections, want me to take down this podcast, uh, want to take me to court, well, don't do that. But email me. I will leave my email down below if you have any questions or concerns about what we are talking about today. Diving into hiring a lawn service. Very often when someone hires a lawn service, they are given a sheet of paper and the company wants them to check what services they want to get that perfect lawn. So let's go ahead and go through one of these sheets today, and we are going to start with the springtime. So the first thing that we have on our lawn checklist is applying a spring crabgrass control combined with a slow-release fertilizer. Now, being a slow-release, this might make this option a little bit better, but still, Illinois Extension recommends separating out your crabgrass control with your fertilizer application. Crabgrass control really should be done about a week or two prior to when soil conditions are just right for seed germination. Now, for us in Illinois, that varies from south to north, but in the center of the state, it's usually around the first week of April. Put that crabgrass control uh, down. It will then get watered in, either with irrigation or rainfall, and within a week or two, it will be ready to prevent the crabgrass uh, seed from germinating. However, that is still too early for our lawns to be applying a fertilizer. Early in the season, our turf grass is is focusing on root development. The plant knows that it's getting warmer, and so it knows being a cool season grass for most of Illinoisans, we we use cool season grasses, uh, it knows that it has to prepare its root system for the summer that that is to come. And if we apply a fertilizer, which is usually high in nitrogen for our lawn, that actually switches growth from root development to shoot development or vegetative development. It's because nitrogen stimulates the green leafy growth of grass. And we actually sacrifice our root development if we apply fertilizer too early. So ask the company if they can, if they can split their crabgrass control and Put that fertilizer down maybe a little bit later in the season, say about April to May. So our next option here uh, on our lawn care checklist is a summer fertilization. Now, if you want to hire this company to do this, they will apply their first summer fertilizer between May and the end of July. Now, that is a big window. And especially here in Illinois, uh, what Illinois Extension recommends is is doing one spring fertilizer application if you're going to 
and that ideal window is going to be about mid-April into mid-May. Again, that changes depending on if you're north or south of the state and also what is the weather like this year. So it can be variable, but having that summer application window extending all the way into July, that is really late. And for our cool season lawns, a lot of times they will go dormant during the hot, dry summer months. So what are you feeding for that summer fertilizer application? Well, frankly, the weeds that stay green throughout the summer. So for option number two, summer fertilization, eh, let's scratch out summer, call it spring fertilization, and put it between mid-April to mid-May timeframe. Okay, option number three, insect control. Now this is going to be applied in combination with your summer fertilizer. So do you want to add on insect control? Uh, this is primarily grub control and it's something that you can do if you have grub problems. Now there are ways to check if you have grub problems. Primarily if you have go out to your lawn and you see you have these dead patches of lawn that you can just reach out and lift up like a bad toupee, you might have grubs because grubs eat the roots of turf grass. So the, the leaves of the, the grass just pull right up. You can go even further and actually identify if you have enough grubs to warrant treatment. And at the edge of whatever damaged area you find, cut a square foot of that sod, peel that back. If you can count more than 10 white grubs in that area, you have more grubs than your lawn can, can outgrow the damage those grubs would create. And so that would warrant treatment. So that would be a reason to maybe sign up for the grub control option. Now we also have, uh, this is we're still in spring here, we have the broadleaf weed control. And this is very popular because in the springtime, that's when the dandelions bloom. Everyone sees those broadleaf weeds and they say, ah, we have to do something about it. However, the ideal timing for broadleaf weed control is going to be in the fall. This is useful because if you treat your dandelions in the spring, guess what? More are going to germinate throughout the summer. They'll grow in the fall and boom, you got a whole nother crop next year. So the reason being for that fall treatment is because we let everything germinate throughout the, the growing season and then we treat in the fall uh, and that can get all of the plants that have germinated that year and that will be flowering next spring. Fall is also a good thing because these are perennial plants and they are sending their carbohydrates and energy down into their root system to store that over winter. Eh, throw a little herbicide in there and you get the whole plant. Now let's move from spring through summer and we are going into fall and talking about fall fertilization. Now in for this company, they actually say this is an optional fertilization treatment. However, almost every land grant uh, extension service that I can find of which that deal with cool season lawns in their states all say if you're going to fertilize at least once, the most critical time frame is that late summer to early fall time frame. So this is less of an optional one and more of a, a critical one, especially if you're going to be paying someone to be doing this. Um, so that, that late summer to early fall time frame, which again, for where I'm at in central Illinois, is going to be about August 15th to September 15th. If you're only going to fertilize once, that's really the time to do it because when we have cool season lawns, they are very stressed after going through the hot, dry summer. As we get into the cool uh, in, in, uh, parts of fall with a little bit more reliable rainfall, 
then that fertilizer feeding will help pick them back up and get them ready to um, to grow for fall, get ready for winter, and then spring, and then boom, summer, a whole year later. So that gives them almost a year time frame to, to gather that energy for another stressful summer month. Okay, now, finally, when we look at some of these, these, these key things here on this sheet, uh, they have core aeration. Uh, core aeration, this is a recommendation uh, from most extension services. What it does, it helps to break up thatch. It helps to break up some of that compaction that can occur in our, our turf grass. So it is it is a good thing. And um, this particular company recommends both a spring and fall core aeration. Uh, I don't think it will necessarily do any harm to your lawn. Uh, but again, minimum, if we're talking minimums, I would say at least core aerate your lawn at least once every year, every two years. Uh, that can help break up that compaction and help reduce some of that thatch. Now, there are some add-ons that we can also discuss here on this sheet. Um, and some of those add-ons, of course, being the optional late summer to early fall uh, fertilizer feeding, which again, here it's listed as optional. I would say necessary if you are going to be going through the the, the ropes here to pay someone to do this. That is kind of a critical time to, to feed our cool season lawns. Our next option here is called an insect control knockdown, or they call this a rescue treatment. Uh, in, in, in this case, this might be something uh, folks in Illinois could, could find useful. Uh, it looks like here you, you pay up front for them. If there, you ever have any insect problems in your lawn, they will come out and spray for it. Now we have to make sure that we are aware of what those insects are. Uh, typically when we deal with with lawn insects that might kind of explode in the middle of summer, we're talking mostly army worm or sod web worm or grubs. And being able to identify those, those pests are really important and that will help determine when and what you use. And so that is again, something maybe if the homeowner wants to contact their local extension office, we can help them narrow some of that stuff down. Another optional uh, but suggested service here is soil testing and analysis. And we definitely both I and this company, we can agree on this, that uh, we do recommend soil testing and analysis because this gives you a jumping off point for doing any soil treatments like fertilizers or, or pH adjustments. And so this is an important component of that, that we're just not guessing. We also have just sort of an other disease or other insect control measures. Uh, again, this is an optional one. I will say very often when people are paying a lot of attention to their lawn, well, you just have to pay a lot of attention to your lawn because the more nitrogen or the more fertilizer that we apply to these lawns, the more disease and other problems that tend to develop. So if you are going through here and you are selecting all of these uh, fertilizer applications, it might be a good idea for you to check this disease control measure. Again, because that nitrogen stimulates growth that is very susceptible to disease. Next optional one here is mole repellent. I'm not really familiar with any actual repellents that will keep moles away uh, that is based in research. I know that there are some sprays that you can uh, apply to your, your yard and it is supposed to keep moles away. Again, I do not think that is as uh, concrete of or as agreed upon with some of our biologists and turf grass experts out there, 
but this is an option here. Um, it says that there's would require one to three applications per year. The other interesting thing about any of this uh, is that there are no active ingredients that are listed here. Um, whether it's for mole control, disease control, insect control, we, we're not quite sure what they will be spraying on your lawn. So if you are curious about this, it would be a good idea to ask and at least have that recorded if a problem ever arises. And finally, the last thing that you can check on here that you can hire them to do is a lawn thatch decomposter, which is a new one to me. Uh, this is organic bacteria that will naturally eat your thatch. Now, this sounds a lot like a biostimulant, which is something that people will spray on their yards that have all kinds of fungi and bacteria and things that will activate the soil and decompose uh, things like thatch, which is just high amounts of lignin in that turf grass. And most of the research on biostimulants is that these do not work. Um, and probably the better thing if you are having thatch problems is just to correrate your lawn, which again, this company does recommend. Uh, so if you correrate your lawn, you can help to reduce your amount of thatch without paying to uh, apply something maybe unnecessarily to your lawn. Now, one last thing that they do include here is a calendar of when all of these things will happen at the very bottom of this sheet. And again, a lot of what we have discussed already, uh, you know, kind of some of these corrections uh, should be modified, such as where they specify their spring fertilizer feeding. They have that at the first part of March into early April. And again, Spring fertilizer feeding for Illinois Extension, we recommend mid-April into mid-May. Skip that summer fertilizer uh, uh, application unless you have a dedicated irrigation system that will keep your lawn green and actively growing throughout the summer. Probably the most critical one here, which they list as optional, is that late summer to early fall uh, uh, fertilizer application. And finally, uh, the last fall fertilizer feeding here, they list as what we would typically call a winterizer, which is applied uh, late in the fall, about October through November. In terms of weed control, their crabgrass control window spans from March all the way into August. And folks, crabgrass is an annual. If it has germinated and has established itself by August, just forget about it. It's probably already flowered and has put its seed down. Crabgrass control, ideally, again, if for central Illinois, happens by the first week of April. Again, adjust that for where your geography puts you and what is that current weather like this year. Peak application time for broadleaf weed spray, and according to this company, is going to be May in all the way through the end of the year. And I agree with half of this statement. Um, you can do a lot of your, your broadleaf weed control uh, kind of in that early summer time frame, but the best time is going to be that late summer uh, into fall timeframe when those weeds, if they're perennials, are sending their, their energy down to the root system. In terms of a systemic grub control, which is just, it is, this is a chemical that you put on your, on your lawn that, that chemical is then absorbed by your turf grass. And I would add any other plants growing in that soil. 
which will make that plant toxic to anything that tries to take a bite out of it or maybe any pollinator that visits a flower. So if you are using a systemic grub control, make sure that you are also controlling any of those flowering broadleaf weeds like clover because clover are loved by many different pollinators and insects out there. So we don't want them uh, accidentally getting poisoned as well. Uh, rescue treatment for grubs, which would happen later on in the summer. This treatment kills those grubs that are just uh, that might have uh, hatched late summer, and they are taking advantage of a heat and maybe drought-stressed lawn for our cool season grasses. And we tend to see a lot more damage later on in that summer months when they're more aggressively feeding on our stressed lawns. And core aeration here, they list on their calendar. Uh, ideal timing is going to be spring or fall. We definitely agree with that. Um, core aeration works best after a rainfall event so that we get good penetration of those hollow tines into the soil. Uh, I will say dry soil, those tines just bounce on there and it is not fun to core aerate when the ground is dry. And finally here, uh, they list the good time to seed, which is another thing that you can also pay to, to have done. Uh, good time to seed is spring, which I kind of agree with. I would say spring is an okay time to seed. Uh, you have cold soil, so germination isn't as great. We do have a lot of predation from hungry animals coming out of the wintertime. And as that grassy germinates, it will be met very quickly by a hot, dry summer. And for our cool season lawns, it's not ideal. So the best time to seed, which this form also says is the best time to seed, is actually August, uh, kind of mid-August into uh, mid-September, sometimes October if we get a really warm autumn. Uh, but that is the best time to put seed down because our soils are warm coming out of uh, summertime, which means we have better germination. Uh, we typically have plenty of fruits and berries and nuts and things for our wildlife to eat, so there's not as much predation on our seed. And that lawn can germinate in the fall, which for cool season lawn, hey, fall is a cool season. Best time of year for it to grow. We go into winter, which is also a cool season, and into spring, which is a cool season. So you have almost an entire year before your cool season lawn experiences a hot, dry summer. That gives them a longer time to develop a good root system. Well, that was a lot of great information about some of those options that might be presented to a homeowner that are trying to hire a lawn care service and what does an extension service recommend uh, in that regard. If you have further questions, I'll leave my email down below in the show notes. I'll also leave a link to our uh, Illinois Extension website called Lawn Talk, where we dive into all the kinds of topics on lawn care in Illinois. Well, The Good Growing Podcast is a production of University of Illinois Extension and edited this week by me, Chris Enroth. All listeners, thank you for doing what you do best, and that is listening. And as always, keep on growing.